You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, I'm here again with my mama, Clara Barksdale. Hello. And we are going to be talking about contemporary folk singers. Yeah, well, contemporary folk singers and maybe also the idea, because as we were trying to come up with some people for our list, we kind of discussed the idea of what constitutes folk music. Yeah, what defines it. Yeah. Um, Oh, I don't know that we came up with a definite... definite parameters yeah i i feel like we both have different opinions on this well and because what i i think it also comes into traditional folk music yes that plays into it but then also i don't know that like with traditional folk music that there was a category for like singer songwriters at that time and so i feel like that's where maybe that we were having some where I think of them as singer-songwriters, you think of them as folk singers, and I don't think maybe either of us are wrong, which is kind of cool. And yeah. that's the cool thing about folk music. It is the music of the people. Yeah, and that's why I like a lot of folk music and Americana or singer-songwriter music right. is because it's many different genres right? in, yes. in one and sometimes there is more pop singer-songwriters. Sometimes there's more country singer-songwriters. Sometimes right. there's more folk singer-songwriters. With folk singers, you get all all sorts of people. Uh, you get electric folk singers. Right. You get the acoustic folk singers. What tends towards maybe more bluegrassy type yeah. music is also folk. Yeah. What's kind of country is also folk. Some singer-songwriter is folk. Some yeah. of it's not. It get, I don't know. It's interesting. So we didn't really come up with a definition of what's folk and what's not. But we did come up with 10 people that we consider... Folkish. I'm, I'm going to do... Folkish. <laughs> and I'm going to do air quotes, contemporary air quotes, folk singers. Yeah. That we like. Uh-huh. And they may go in other categories too, and we're obviously leaving out a ton of people, but these yeah. were just 10 that uh-huh. came off the top of our heads as folk singers. Now, the first one actually has, like, the folk singer anthem. Yeah. Uh, Steve yeah. Poltz. Yeah. He's got a great song called Folk Singer. Folk Singer. And it really chronicles the life of a contemporary folk singer. <laughs> yeah. And... The beginning of the song, he says, everything in this song is true. <laughs> yeah, it happened to him. and But he is very much a folk singer. And yeah. um, he's crazy. <laughs> he is. He's crazy. He's mad. <laughs> in a good way. He's magic. I, and we've said before, if you haven't seen a Steve Poltz live show, go see a Steve Poltz live show. Yeah. The world, your world will be a better place for it, having seen a yeah. Steve Poltz live show. Or at least... At least if you, if you can't see shows, then watch YouTube video of a Steve Poltz live show. Yes. it's He is fantastic. And he does. And I feel like that, that he is a folk singer. 
Um, mm-hmm. His most recent song that came out was Quarantine Blues, which was chronicling what was going on yeah. during quarantine. It, yeah. It's very much a folk singer type thing. Yeah, and he's he's got a lot of funny songs. He does. And, but he's got some really good lyrics, too. And I'll, a lot of the time... It's he slips those really good lyrics into those funny songs. Right. He his writing is very poignant Mm -hmm. and very insightful. He makes you laugh, but he also makes you think. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And that's to me, that's part of being a folk singer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like that that's part of it, that that you just the connection with the singer Mm -hmm. and very much you connect with him. Mm hmm. Yeah. Even if it's just to think that he's crazy. Yeah. He is. The good, uh-huh. But in the best possible way. Um, yeah. Okay. So we talked about folk singer. Also, I love Mother Russia. Mother Russia is hilarious. And Quarantine Blues. Give me two more Steve Polt songs that people should go out and listen to. Uh, Over the Top for You. Yes. Is really, really, really good. I've got a few more. There's a few more funny songs, too. Like, uh, well, actually, he co-wrote you were meant for me with jewel right yes we is, talked about yeah. him and our women yeah songwriters yeah, we're talking about yeah. jewel yeah yeah but he's got a funny song called balling on a wednesday yes and uh, uh another funny one called uh devices yes uh, but again it chronicles like what's going on in the world mm-hmm. yeah like devices is kind of about us being tied to our devices mm-hmm. yeah um I also really like um, not a funny song, Shine On. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Who's so, next? Next one is Pokey Lafarge. So I don't know a lot about Pokey Lafarge. Yeah. Just that he had a song with an inappropriate title. <laughs> um, it was, it's a good song. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, his... He put out uh, an album to, in 2020 that's really good. It's called Rock Bottom Rhapsody. And uh, the title track, Rock Bottom Rhapsody, is uh, is a string instrumental. Okay. I, I'm, yes, temp- that's right. I'm tempted to say a string quartet, but I'm not quite sure. Right. Um, it's really, really, really cool. And well done. then... Probably talked about this before because I love Pokey, but uh, that album is just so. It to me, it's like a little masterpiece because right. uh, the whole album. So the you, way it all flows together. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so it has a rock bottom rhapsody, rock bottom reprise, and then rock bottom final. Uh, and so at the first, it's rock bottom rhapsody in the middle. Rock right. bottom reprise, and then at the end, it's rock bottom final, and you find out that uh, the rock bottom rhapsody melody is actually the same melody to the, it flows throughout. Yeah, to his song uh, uh, "Lucky Sometimes." That goes into the the second song on yeah, the album. Right. Yeah, the the rock bottom uh, reprise goes right into that, and you find out that he probably just took the melody from Lucky Sometimes right. and made it a little... Sh- uh, like an instrumental yeah. intro to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say 
to me. And again, it's hard to define, but he sounds folksy. Mm-hmm. Like the his, the music, the way that he lays out the songs mm-hmm. um, sounds folksy to me. Yeah. And that album is much more electric than uh, than some of his albums. Uh, although he has done a few electric albums, like uh, the one before Rock Bottom Rhapsody uh, is very electric too. But uh, before, a while ago, uh, he, he did a bunch of these like jug band albums. Right. Uh, well, almost. It was just like really cool really 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 cool uh blues yeah bluesy folk right yeah because blues can be folk too that's yeah. the crazy thing yeah there's right it, it just all mixes together yeah yeah okay who else do we have well uh so this is another person that i found uh elon jewel elon jewel yeah yeah and uh she's from idaho yeah right mm-hmm. right I, I believe so uh she's just so good and uh she's been She's done, she's made a lot of albums. Right. And she's, I believe she's been doing it for for a while. But, uh. You have a song that you really like. Her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have a few. But, uh, I've been listening to her album, uh, Queen of the Minor Key a lot. Right. And that title track is really good, as well as, uh, several other ones, including one that I really like, I Remember You. Okay. It's a really cool, like, little story. And, uh. It's kind of abstract, but right. makes sense all at the same time. So, and then there's also one that's really cool. I believe she did it on her second album, and uh, it kind of became like her quote-unquote hit. Right. And it was really cool. She had all sorts of instruments on it. It's called High Shelf Booze. Right. It's. I think we really put cool that song. on playlist before. Yeah. yeah. What do you think makes her a contemporary folk singer? Well. For what me, got her on this list? For me, it's that she does... She, I feel like she doesn't feel chained into one category. One genre. One genre. Right. Yeah, one genre. And, uh, like, sometimes she'll do some more country right. uh, things with, you know, pedal steel. and uh, But then she does these really cool kind of bluesy minor key songs. And then... Uh, yeah, she just, she'll do some really, on her first album, and on, I haven't listened to all of her albums yet, because she has a, she has a, quite a few, and I'm still. A good catalog. Yeah, and I yeah. want to, I want to listen to all of them thoroughly. Right. And not just, um, blow through them. I, but, people uh, probably have figured it out at this point, but you're not a casual listener. No. <laughs> no, I, I play whatever music i like and i'll play it in the background but uh but then sometimes i'll just stop what i'm doing and listen right but uh but yeah on her her first album and several other ones she does really cool acoustic songs right and uh very for me she's very singer songwriter right which i generally think of as folk because uh just the folk that is commonly known to people. Right. And even, like, a lot of modern folk tends to lie at least 
faintly under the singer-songwriter category. I get that. Yeah. Kind of. I, yeah. I mean, I get it yes. to a point. But I think a lot of folk is also, isn't necessarily that you write it yourself. Yeah. Which is kind of cool uh-huh. about it, too. Which then kind of goes more, like, maybe the blues is more folk. Because uh-huh. that's yeah. a lot about just passing down songs and lyrics yeah. and things like that. But we won't argue about that right now. Um, so the next ones we have on the list are, we have them together because mm-hmm. they're married. But but they have separate careers, but they also tour together. Yeah, they're they're very good separately and together. So. Right. Um, Amy LeVere and Will Sexton, which if... Unless this is the first podcast of ours you're listening to. We've talked about them probably almost every single podcast. Yeah. We're super fans. Uh-huh. Um, Amy LeVere to me is a folk singer. Yeah. Like that's that's what she is. Mm-hmm. I I would say when we started talking about folk singers, contemporary folk singers, Steve Poltz and Amy LeVere were the first two that popped into my head. Yeah, because she writes about what's ever happening, what's happening right now. Yeah. She writes about what's happened in the span of her lifetime. Right. And she's... But she passes down songs. She does yeah. songs. Like she'll she have does, a town song on. Yeah, she, or did, she does a, a really cool version of Where I Lead Me as yeah. well. And she also has a really cool version of uh, uh, Where I Lead Me as a town song. And uh, she also does a really good version of Tonight Will Be Fine by Leonard Cohen. So, and, I, yeah. to me, I, there, and then I think also her sound and mm-hmm. the way that, like, because Amy plays upright bass, mm-hmm. a bass, but usually when they're doing shows, she plays upright bass. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, and Will's a folk singer too, to an extent. I feel like less so mm-hmm. than Amy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he has like parts of it that flow in, but to me, Will is just a musician. And he also but writes, he d- really, he writes great songs. really great songs. I know. I and know. And he also, much like Amy, he writes them about what is happening right, right now. Yeah. And, uh, about common issues and right. also about, uh, things that have happened in his lifetime. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what folk singers do right um yeah but i feel like they're really if you were going to like just look at a picture of folk singers will and amy would fit that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and and also with their music the same Mm -hmm. so the next one on our list may not probably my most disputed one yeah he's not really a folk singer but he also is Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. more so in his more recent stuff. Yeah. Than his. So Hayes Carl is who uh-huh. we're talking about. Yes. Um, uh-huh. He's been on the Texas scene. He's Americana yeah, singer he's, songwriter. He's uh, he co-wrote Drunken Drunken Poets Dream with Ray Wiley Hubbard. Right. He's uh, got some great songs. He has uh, some great songs. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, He's just but amazing. There's a, I don't know, there's an air about folk singers, and he has it. And that's yeah. why I was 
agreed when you put them on the list Mm -hmm. because I don't know that I could point to what exactly it is, but there is this essence to a a folk singer that I feel like Hayes has. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like he... I feel like he takes experiences. Yeah. Very... Accessible. Yes. 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 The listener can relate to you and uh he also he also has some funny songs and as he well. makes you laugh yeah, yeah i know and yeah. i feel like folk singers are one of that's one of their qualities that's undervalued maybe uh-huh. is they do they take they can address serious things and hard things and things going on in life but also they can just make you laugh yeah and this is kind of going off I mean, pretty far from the contemporary because um, right. he died in 77. But uh, Phil Oakes, who writes about all sorts of problems, who wrote about all sorts of problems, and he would go and he would really, he'd go to all the protests about what he was singing about. Right. He really cared about it. But then uh, he would make you laugh at the same time. Like right. at uh, Draft Dodgers Rag. Right. It's uh it's a funny story about a draft dodger and making up stories to try to get out of having to go fight in the war. Right. And uh so he makes you laugh as well as addressing a serious problem. Right. Or just a regular problem. Like, yeah. I was thinking like Hayes's um Bible on the dashboard. Oh yeah. Where it's about like getting out of speeding tickets. Yeah. Basically. With yeah. your Bible on the dashboard. But, yeah. you know, it's it's like speeding tickets, something we all can relate to, not you, because you don't drive. <laughs> but um, but it makes you laugh. and But it's something that yeah. you're, you relate to as the mm-hmm. listener. It's, it's yeah. one of those type things. Okay. So also make you laugh, but really, I feel like one of your favorite writers right now mm-hmm. is our next one, mm-hmm. Abe Partridge. Yeah. We met Abe at the Frank Brown Songwriter Festival, mm-hmm. and he's really fascinating. Yeah, he's he's got an uh, incredible life story, right? And uh, and I feel like he is one of the truest folk singers that we have on this list, and also who Agreed. just who there is today. I I would agree with and, that completely. Because uh, he, he he has those funny songs. He's got uh, several songs like uh, "White Trash Lipstick" and right. "Arletta" and uh, all sorts of all sorts of things like that. And uh, but then he's also got uh, oh, he's got a great song called "Ride Willie Ride Roll Roll Willie Roll." About uh, Willie's IRS uh, right. troubles. And uh, he's got uh, oh, just so many great songs. Right. Uh, and- Undisclosed Location in, uh, in uh, Southwest Asia, Killing right. Poor Blues. Right. Uh, some, because he, some kind of title like he that. He was in the military. Yeah. He was yeah. a minister. Yeah. He does folk art. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's a folk singer. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like his guitar playing comes off as very folkish to me. Yes. Yes. Of, of what just kind of the stereotype of folk guitar playing. Yeah. Like in a good way. Yes. But um, but when I saw him up there playing guitar the first time we saw him, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a folk singer. Like it's just that type of the, the air thing that about I, him. The thing that I saw was I believe he said he had that uh I forget if it's Pete Seeger or Woody Guthrie quote, but this some like this guitar kills fascists. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was uh Woody Guthrie. Yeah. 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 Okay, who's next on our list? Well, we got uh, Max Gomez. Yeah, he's a folk singer too. Yeah, you did pretty well with this list. I didn't. <laughs> I feel like I didn't contribute much. <laughs> uh, but we we love Max. He's yeah, very much a folk singer. Yes, he's got some great songs. Uh, he he definitely leans toward singer-songwriter quite a bit. Right. With uh Americana yeah, singer-songwriter. Like songs like uh, Make It Me and Cherry Red Wine and all that. Yeah. Uh but he's got some really cool songs like uh The Sweet Cruel World. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh yeah, just uh Ball and Chain, which is kind of bluesy. I'm going to be honest. There's not a Max Gomez song that I don't like. Yeah. He is listenable all the way through, but he also does the really poignant lines mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh, wow. And he's <laughs> mind blown. And he's such a great finger picker, too. Yes. And a really good guitar player. Right. And uh, he, uh, I, for me, a lot of really good folk singers are very good. Uh, uh, finger pickers, right? Because uh, that finger picking sen- seems to add some emotion to right uh to the to the song, right? Uh, but others who more strum, uh, they seem to be very good with melodies, even if they're yeah. simple, right? But they fit the song. You know, as you were saying that, I was thinking, I feel like that's maybe part of what separates folk singers from. Maybe the singer-songwriter category is so much for me is that there's a an appreciation of how the music works with the lyrics and the song for folk singers about using yeah. the music to communicate what they want to people. I agree with that. Um, that's a good observation. I I feel like that's something that that is a part of folk music. Yes, the appreciation of the the music itself. As well as the lyrics and what yeah. you're and connecting with the audience, but mm-hmm. and I feel like Max is a good one on that. Uh-huh. So Max ties in with the next person on our list because uh-huh. Max tends to record Jed Zimmerman songs. Yeah, he, he recorded so Joe he, and didn't even tell him. I, yes, so yeah. he uh. he um yeah, Jed Zimmerman wrote. One of my favorite Max Gomez songs. Yeah. Joe. Huh. Um, but he has a lot of great songs of his own that he mm. does. Um, what's your favorite Jed Zimmerman song? Oh, uh, wow. I he has so many good ones. He does. 
Uh, I love First Fall Wind. I love uh, Weatherman. Black, Weatherman, yeah. Black Eyed Susan. Black Eyed Susan. Uh, Ramblin' Road Song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the one called? Why'd you go and break up the band? Oh, yeah. Yeah, break up the band. Yeah. Sounds so good. Uh, but yeah. I... Jed is one of those that I didn't think really won in this. But I feel like but he I, does. But I see where where you come from on that. Yeah. Yeah. And Jed's also a great finger picker. Yeah. He taught me how to yeah, finger I, pick. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I think of him more as singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. But after my observation about using the music to have folk singers really use the music in um, mm-hmm. conjunction with the lyrics to mm-hmm. I see how he could be more of a folk singer as well. Yeah, I feel like folk singers very much utilize all the resources. Definitely, yeah. And like I'll throw in some harmonica or yeah. which Jed does mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Um, and really, really great songwriter. Yeah. Um, yeah, we love Jed. Yeah. And then our next one is... One of our best friends, uh, Fort Worth. Yes. Uh, Rob Redwine. Yes. And uh, and again, you said, oh, he's a folk singer. And I'm like, uh, is he? But he is. You're right. Yeah. He totally is. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's. Yeah. I mean, he's a folk singer. Yeah. He's a great I, musician. I feel like he's very much folk singer because he writes and uh, also very much plays like folk singer. Yes. He does. Uh, You're right. Completely. And I feel like a lot of your early leaning towards the folk singer type came from Rob's influence. Because you yeah. played a lot with Rob uh-huh. in when you were first starting to play music out and about. Mm-hmm. Like Rob invited you out yeah. to play. Yeah. And would get you up to play songs when he had shows. Yeah. Um, Rob, Billy, and Zach Peck. You know, we didn't even talk about yeah, Pack, I feel like he's pretty good folk singer. I, I would agree. With he's very much country as well. Right. Like, I no, I would agree. Zach's a folk yeah. singer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You but I'll go listen to all these people, right. especially Zach Pack. He's got this uh, great EP that he did. Uh, but I really love Land of No Jokes. Yeah, it's really really poignant song right yeah so i'm gonna go back to rob redwine for a minute because there are a couple ones that he does he has this whole collection that are like um gunfighter songs Mm -hmm. yeah but then he also has some songs that are very folk to me that i didn't really think of it until you put him on this list like freshman 15 Mm -hmm. yeah which is a really great folk song Mm -hmm. if you look at it through that lens Mm -hmm. um and i feel like his melodies are very traditionally folk yes i agree i I agree and the finger picking and Uh the harmonica and the way that he just uses all of those elements to really and even the music that he likes yeah 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 definitely Mm -hmm. okay you have one last one and i don't necessarily know a lot about him so i'm gonna let you lead the way on this one so adam carroll which is one that i discovered pretty recently well let's be uh, yeah adam carroll was recommended to you i know that's (laughs) yeah so uh billy hartman told me about uh adam carroll and billy 
Billy has taught me about so many things, like uh, towns. And, uh, he taught me a lot about towns. Uh, I think he and Zach Pack yeah, he, really shaped your music yeah, about, education. Yeah, they taught me a lot about towns and Guy and John Prine and right. a lot of the great writers, great songwriters. Uh, but Billy told me about Adam Carroll, and I think I listened to one of his songs, and I was pretty deep into Leonard Cohen at the time, like really poetic, right. dark songwriting. Right. And uh, and so I kind of forgot about it, and then uh, I was looking at somebody's Spotify, and, and their related artist was Adam Carroll, and I'm like, hey, that's the guy that Billy recommended to me, and so I went on uh, to his profile and listened to his first album, it was so good. That uh, first album is spectacular. Yeah, it's, it's a got really great album. Red Bandana Blues, uh, Cole, uh, Fortune Teller Eyes, uh, Poking Around in the Ashes. It's just a great album. And he's also, he's got so many great albums. I love all of his albums. Although I've been listening to that that uh, first one pretty heavily. Right. Yeah. And um, But what, what do you think makes him a folk singer? Well, uh... He writes a lot about his life, right? And a lot about his experiences, and uh, yeah, even uh, very much his melodies as well. How he'll go from that, uh, his strumming patterns from the G to the C and then back to the G. How right. a lot of folk singers uh, will do that, and uh, he's just got some really great lyrics, and he definitely uh, leans like a lot of these people towards. Uh, singer songwriter, right? But uh, I just love how he, like, uh, Mr. Errol song, he uh, or Errol song, uh, he has a couple of live album, live albums, and the first one he did, he uh played Errol's song, and tells this whole story about how it's like a true story about this guy he knew when he was growing up, and uh, just stuff like that where right. He writes a lot about his experiences and uh, really cool stories. Right. And so all of this is making me think of a couple things. Number one, like that was really fun mm -hmm. to figure out, kind of talk about where people fit. Because honestly, music, you like what you like and who mm -hmm. really cares. But it's fun thinking about it. Yeah. Makes you really examine the music. And, I, yes. and for us... When we examine it, we appreciate it yeah. more. And, um, and Adam Carroll is also a really good harmonica player and guitar right. player. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was thinking of is all of these people, I would say, go see a live show. But a lot of live shows aren't happening right now. Yeah. And some I know Hayes Carl. I know Adam Carroll. Mm-hmm. Max Gomez, Amy LeVere, and Will Sexton, they all do almost, Max doesn't do weekly. He usually does one every month or so, live streams on Facebook. Um, and it's a great way to support artists. Like mm -hmm. everyone, yeah. I feel like live streams have kind of were super popular and people, musicians, folk singers were able to go out and kind of earn their living from home mm -hmm. yeah. with these. And now, I don't know, 
if you are if you listen to any of these people and like them maybe log on to facebook and watch a live stream yeah. or, or tip them or because it, it is it's tough out there still for the folk singers i mean yeah. uh, listen uh-huh. to the listen to the steve Foltz folk singer song yeah it's the same but now they also can't be out on the road yeah and <laughs> so, so now they're just going crazy they're just going crazy um but it's definitely and those i know in particular have regular live streams mm-hmm. and they're worth a listen mm-hmm. they're they're really great yeah. um Will and Amy's live streams are a lot of fun. Hayes is really regular about his. It's oh. every week. Um, yeah. So maybe go out and catch some live streams. Yeah. From the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, this has been a really fun this episode. This is good. Thanks for talking with me, Mom. Always. Yeah. So um, thanks for listening. And again, this is Jack Barksdale's Retrieval. Hope to see you next time. Bye.